welcome to the 15-minute juice, where we discuss physical therapy, rehabilitation, return to sport after injury, training, and all things fitness, while also answering burning daily questions, broach the juiciest weekly topics, and educate the masses on the proper algorithm for optimizing their lifestyle. It's fast, it's concise, it's informative, it's juicy. Buy Optimizers Masszymes, 100% plant-based, naturally derived, best digestive enzyme blend out there right now. Highly concentrated with enzymes that digest proteins, starches, sugars, fibers, and fats. Helps to relieve indigestion, gas, bloating, and fatigue after meals. Take it with the meals to enhance the digestion and nutrient absorption. Also helps to improve recovery after hard exercise and hard efforts. So go to buyoptimizers.com and use code JUICY for 10% off. Okay, so this is the 15-minute uh, juice. We're here with Dr. Mike. And uh, today's question is, my 13-year-old had ACL and meniscus surgery on the right knee May 4th. She's doing great, but the last couple of days, she's complaining of some pain on the inside of her knee, just above the kneecap. Any experience with this? All right, so she had the surgery in May. All right, so she's gonna be in June, July. So she's at about that after the three month mark, the six month mark, six, seven month mark. Um, really would want to see what activity is she doing um, that is causing that, you know, when is she getting it, um, you know, what movements does it linger after. So uh, if I need a little more information from the type of movements there uh, that could be causing that pain. With, their, uh, with, with that pain there, um, I mean, she's not really, you know, expressing either – is it being caused by just walking? Is it, you know, during the, the, um, the jumping phase or the landing phase or anything like that? But in, in your experience with someone coming in with that type of knee pain at around six months, uh, where would you start to kind of, you know, uh, to assess that and, and figure out where that would be coming from? So I would look at <clears throat> probably what movements they're doing uh, especially the closed kinetic chain movement. So usually at that point, they should be getting into doing the lunges, the squats, the functional patterns, so seeing what's happening uh, with the knee. You know, the valgus, the torsion, internal rotation, the collapse there. Uh, is there hypermobility of the patella that could be causing that? Um, you know, is there collapse going on at the feet that's causing all those, um, you know, medial rotations and, you know, aberrant forces there? Um, and then, you know, also, you know, are they someone who's starting to try to jog or run and jump? You know, what's going on there, too, if they have been trying to do that early on? Um, question doesn't really tell us much about her function, uh, but those are all things you want to consider. Usually when you're getting that pain around the patella, it has to do somewhere what's happening with the, the femur and the way the leg is tracking um, that's causing some type of stress around there. And my guess here is that... Um with her being 13, um, just a high-level guess considering that I work with 85% female, you know, soccer players, 
Uh, she probably doesn't have great, you know, uh, muscle uh, structure going on there. So that probably does sa- sound like something at the femur, maybe even potentially at the hip or maybe even at the foot. Yeah, I, there's always going to be some of those, you know, um, you know, that, that 1% that some of these kids are very well developed at a young age. But generally at 13, especially with the females, are just starting to develop. So, you know, they probably don't have, obviously, the neuromuscular control, the strength, you know, and a combination of all those things. Um, but then also kind of want to look, too, you know, is there some mobility issues? If we're not even looking at hypermobility, maybe there is hypomobility. Maybe there is still some scar tissue or maybe there's some uh, issues around the patella, you know, in, like, uh, some of the soft tissue in the quad tendon, the retinacle, and things that maybe just weren't addressed enough that uh, need to be worked on a little bit and then reinforced with the proper movement pattern. Sometimes some of those things are a little bit residual um, that could be causing some of that pain. Some of the treatment options, what would you, what would you uh, definitely probably do some instrument assist in there to kind of loosen up some of the potential scar tissue or... or... Yeah, so we'd look at, you know, um, if it's really hypermobile, so I just give you some of the taping, like you use some rock taping to help uh, for proprioception, a proper uh, guiding of where the patella needs to feel. Because sometimes when you put the tape around the patella and then they do a movement, say it's a lunge and they get internal rotation or um, some collapse of the leg, you know, feeling the tape move kind of cues them a little bit as well. Um, and it also gives them a little bit of sense of awareness and security of where that patella should be, especially if you kind of pull it over a little bit. So then they become more aware of feeling their knee in an awkward position. Uh, so you always could use that. And yeah, you know, you could use some of the Graston instrument assisted, um, you know, Theragun, any of those things to try to assist any tissue restrictions that might be in there. Maybe they are progressing well with some of the strengthening and they're starting to get a buildup of some of that muscle tension and you just have to reduce some of that. You know, there could be some residual tension in the quad um, or maybe, you know, could even be the hamstrings again pulling like we discussed this in the last episode. Uh, if the hamstrings are not strong enough, there could be some, you know, excessive contraction there that could be guarding against the knee and that could cause some uh, mechanical issues at the knee there. And then, uh, you know, also looking at, at the calf, where the calf crosses over the knee and originates there. Um, if there's still any ankle mobility issues or there's some soft tissue restrictions in the gastroxoleus that could cause some. So sometimes we just see that the issues around the patella, but we have to address things that are all around that could be causing that. The patella is usually secondary to something else going on, so we can't be tunnel vision and just, uh, you know, work on the area we see. We got to look at what else is going on there that can be causing that. Gotcha. Now, kind of take me through as, say, she starts to progress and she, she's doing well with that. What is the progression kind of looking like after we're doing some of that, um, some of that soft tissue work? And then what, are, what are some exercises that you may be prescribing at that point for her? I like to see how well they could do in like the stationary position. So whether it's like regular single leg, a half kneeling, um, or even just more of like a, a wall sit or just a box squat and see how those movements feel. And then as that starts to improve, then we can start looking into doing some reverse lunges, lateral side lunges, a little bit more dynamic, seeing how they could uh, perform there. Or even taking the half kneel position and trying to perturbate the front leg or the back leg. 
putting on a foam or a half foam, trying to throw them off balance and just seeing if any of the pain happens with that. Um, just to see how sensitive it is. Uh, and then uh, same thing, progressing with single leg, putting them on an unstable surface. Do they get the pain with that movement or is it more with close kinetic chain knee flexion? So if we put them in a reverse lunge, you know, what happens there? Or as we start progressing the squat, getting lower, what happens? Is it because as they start getting the pelvis below parallel, they don't have the glute and the core strength to stabilize, so they start getting a collapse somewhere with the feet or the femur. So then as they start getting more of those demands and the, and the motor control is not there, is that what's causing the pain? So then um, when they're trying to train or hit fatigue, um, you start getting some more of those movements. So that's how I would kind of progress it. And then see, you know, what happens with the pain levels from that and then kind of progress along through there. Gotcha. Now, also, when you were talking about half kneeling, sometimes what I've experienced is uh, still there could be some tenderness when kneeling on there. So obviously an Airx pad or something underneath. But if they're still experiencing that pain, or then are we regressing back to maybe some more soft tissue work? Or, yeah, or are we would... just coming out of that exercise and trying something different? Yeah, there's probably still the tissue restriction there. So you could do some more of the hands-on stuff where you do not even like a pin and stretch, but a gliding. So as they bend the knee, trying to glide the tissue around the scar to get it to move. You could do that with your, your hands or you could do it with one of the tools. Um, you could also do taping techniques where you have to pull the scar in the direction you want it to glide. Um, or even sometimes you could do like a, like a stretch where you pull the scar and then you tape like an X with the rock tape over to kind of stretch it in two different directions so then it can move a little better. Sometimes it's just because the tissue in the skin is not reintegrated again. So it has to, when they kneel on it, that stretch or that pressure, it just, the, the tissue's not compliant. So it needs to move a little bit more. Um, so, and then, you know, having the patient actually work on it themselves, rubbing it, um, kind of manipulating a little bit. Um, and then, you know, you had the taping there to try to desensitize it, but that'll help. And then until that gets better, you could do the half kneeling where you put the foam like under the proximal tibia. So that portion of the scar, the knee is off the edge a little bit. Gotcha. You could do okay. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll say the last episode we did, uh, we were both in our car. Uh, today we're doing it and it's got a little bit of an echo sound and we got a little bit of a rattling of a garage door. And that's because uh, we're actually in a, a, a different space. Well, it's not different for me because my space is located inside FitLife. Uh, but there will be, by the time this episode comes out, there'll, there'll be a new addition to this building, actually. Um, we're having a, a, a rehab company come in here. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They're, uh, they're called Ivy Physical Rehab. Or I'm sorry, Ivy Rehab uh, physical therapy and um i hear that you may be part of that is that true that is what is going on so as of november 15th i'll be working in the fit life building under ivy rehab and we will be working um as a triad of care basically physical therapy sports rehab and performance and then also um, adult fitness fitness training and personal training so it'll be a sports performance facility where we will offer all those services. And um, we're going to have some really cool advanced technology in here to allow for some better objective measures, better testing, um, better training, and just uh, utilizing the cool things we have available now 
to uh, catapult, you know, for the, uh, the future of where, where we're going to be going for human performance. Just having a better understanding of how people are doing things um, and the results of what we're implementing as treatment techniques to see if they're working and where we need to go from there. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Um, it's going to be a really cool project that we're going to be moving forward with. Yeah, this is uh, this is about eighteen months in the uh, in the making, really. I mean, this is something that kind of started ironically with with my injury and us talking, and then going into the podcast. Which uh, again, this location that we're talking in right now will probably be the home for the podcast going forward, uh, which will be another exciting thing. We'll actually be able to do some podcasts while there's actually some training sessions going on out on the floor, and we'll be able to look through the glass door here and. And, you know, check out some of the sessions. I think it's going to really be, uh, you know, something that's going to really set us apart as far as the return to play, the ACL recovery, um, you know, just all injuries in, in, in general. But really getting that, that understanding of restoring, developing, and performing, right? And that's kind of the, the, the catchphrase that we're using right now is, you know, Ivy Rehab is going to be restoring these athletes, I'll be developing and then basically, you know, Alex on the performance training side and, you know, with the help of the athletic development program, really getting the, the athlete back to, back to their true performance, you know. And um, so this is, a, this is a really exciting episode. Um, I, I mean, I'm almost, I'm almost speechless because I really can't believe that we're actually finally two days away from, from you know, this actually happening. We're staring at the tables as we speak. The room is almost finished. I've been posting, you know, pictures here and there. But um, by next week, we'll have some really neat stuff, you know, to, to post and show. And then, obviously, we're looking to, and we will be doing some advertising about this as well, uh, the Black Friday open house. I'm looking at doing from uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So anybody who's listening, you know, make sure that you get over here. You know, if you were a patient of Mike or mine or together, you better get your butt over here, you know, to see us that day. I know all my college kids will be home, so they won't have any excuses either. Um, but this, is, this has been, you know, a joy, in the, well, not a joy in the making. It's been, you know, a little bit stressful on, on, on the way, but, you know, sometimes... You know, you have to wait for, for great things to really come about. And uh, I can't, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for you because of, of where, you know, our conversations, I mean, hours and hours and hours of conversations we've had on the phone for the last 18 months. So uh, I, I'm like, almost like you're my kid. Like, I'm so <laughs> proud and happy for you, you know, like, yeah. You know, I, I know it's going to work in, in all the directions, but I, I'm just I'm happy for you to finally get the dream of what you've been talking about for a long time. So congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for uh, COVID, it would have been happening a little bit sooner. It's just that obviously put a halt on a, on a lot of things. But um, it's really a direction we have to go because, um, you know, healthcare has its its downfalls, especially, you know, in this country. But then again, we are ahead of a lot of the rest of the world. But we still have a lot of work to do in trying to prove that what we're doing is is working. And um, there's a lot that's being left on the table. So this is an opportunity for us to go forward and prove that what we're doing um, really is is a next level stuff and that we're staying on top of our game and we're not functioning through outdated techniques and philosophies. Well, there's going to be a lot more to come. We're going to do a lot more juicing. We're going to be doing a lot more podcasting. 
This is just the beginning of uh, some great things. I hope everyone um, spreads the word for us and lets everyone know that this is the place in Bucks County to get your full triad of care. We are out and we will talk soon.